Hi guys, this is Joseph and welcome to the PM Magic Podcast. Here we talk about tips, tricks and strategies around products and product management and we make it fun. Join us on Fridays at PM o'clock. Welcome to PM Magic Podcast. Um, thank you for joining again this evening. And I'm here this week again with Alamin and Phillips. Um, Alamin, you guys know him, he's a resident tech bro. <laughs> he's a co-founder of Lynx, a data and GIS software company. And Phillips is a product manager at Bob Africa. So we'll be getting into a... Um, an interesting subject today which a lot of people run away from and that is documentation so we're going to talk about how do i get around documentation as a product manager um, we know the subject of documentation is one that you know makes people's hair stand because <laughs> you didn't read law you didn't read the you know all these social science courses and now they're they making you write and write and write like you, you know, an author or something. So, but that's part of the job. So, if you're a product manager and you work within that this ecosystem, you would need to get acquainted with it. So, we'll just talk about some tips, tricks, and strategies to go around it. So, welcome, Phillips. Good yeah, evening. Yeah, great to be here, Joseph. Alamin, <laughs> say hello to the, our guys, please. Hi, it's Alamin. All right. So, I would um, start with a question to Philips this time. Um, so, Philips, since the PM is dealing with software, um, yeah. does he need to or she need to write documentation? Do you need to do a lot of writings? Can't you guys just have meetings and calls <laughs> I, and recordings? I wish, I wish. Right. So, uh, straight off, documentation is a no-brainer. It has to be done. And I say this because products, digital products are a continuum. You don't just develop a product and say you are done, mm-hmm. right? It's an iterative process. And because it is an iterative process, you cannot but do documentation. And when we say documentation, we're not talking about uh, you know, writing a legal document and uh, writing contracts and all of that. Let's, let's, let's break it down a bit. When you have customer interviews, Right, I mean, you take recordings of those conversations. At some point, you have to listen to those conversations again and begin to document your insights. That's documentation. When you begin to extract insights and then actually write them down, because at the end of the day, you also need to make reference to these insights and they have to be put down somewhere and it has to be properly documented. Again, another reason why documentation is super important is look, you're not just the only person, you're not the only stakeholder on that product. You have your engineers, you have uh, probably your management team, you have your business developers, you have you have all of that, you have the product designers. Everyone needs to document whatever feedback, whatever whatever progress they might have made and that any aspect of the, business, of the product has to be documented for reference purposes. And of course, to be able to gain future insights into a particular phase of that product development. All right. Alamin, so 
let's say um, Philips has given us like really um, good arguments and reasons why PMs should write documentation and keep stuff, record stuff. So let's say you are working in a, with a team that doesn't like documentation and we know that happens a lot. So what do you do for as a PM? Your developers don't like to even do API documentation. They just write their code. They don't and your the person who is collecting customer feedback doesn't document. The person who is you know, all the different people just like saying, Well, we, we did it, I can tell you with my mouth, this is my head. What do you do about that kind of situation? How do you manage those kind of guys on your team? So, um, first of all, in most companies I've worked, you have this kind of flat structure where um, as a product manager, you don't have people under you. They don't report to you. and They are just your colleagues. Um, so, it's not like you can hold them accountable to things. So, what you do is... Um, you have to, that's where being a very good communicator and very good negotiator comes to play. You have to very much um, show them how important these um, things are and how um, important they are to their works as well, how they make their works easier, how um, if someone sees the need, uh, need for it and that's the only way he can grow in a company that's I don't think anyone can go uh, without documenting because um, if you are building a product, you want to at some point become a senior dev, or if you are a designer, you want to become senior. Bring people under you, you know, or bring people to work with you, help you in building this product. So how do you bring others on board when you don't have documents to um, to show the process behind actually building this product? Yeah, and I, I want to add that. Handovers are also yeah exactly so, so yeah a reason to always document because you will not be in that company forever, forever yeah yeah at some point you exit the company that's another point and you don't want to make work worse than you left yeah I mean for 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 devs if if a PM didn't write the user stories if a PM didn't write the PRD or an MRD what would you have used to develop that product right so someone wrote something that you looked at. So on the spec sheets that you looked at, you know, and then you're able to develop. So once you are as 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 a dev, if you're if you're also developing that product, it only makes sense to do just as it was done for you. Document, document, you know, the the APIs, whatever it is you're developing, document. Super important. All right. So um I wanna ask the Phillips. Phillips. Yeah. What documents does a PM? Because I, I guess many, most of our audience will be PMs. So, what what kind of documents should they do? Just list it out. Okay, so there, <laughs> there are a ton, but not well, not 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 like. Okay, tell us like five. <laughs> Personally, I like to document everything and anything. Um, insights from customer interviews. Um, MR, the MRD stands for Market Requirements Document. PRD stands from product stands for product requirement document. Then you have your user stories. There's a document for that. Um, uh, so PRD, MRD, user stories, uh, customer interview insights, and several others. But whatever it is, so far it is an actionable piece of information. 
actionable piece of information, whether now or in the future, a PM has to document that. Very important. Awesome. So, um, I'll still come back to you, Phillips. Yeah. So, with this document, um, what kind of so let me just pick at one or two of them. So what user stories? Yeah. Um, what are user stories used for, and how how can a new PM, somebody who is like really new to this, go around writing user stories? Okay. So um, a user story is just simple. It's the simplest. Um, how do I put it? Um, is a is a is the most basic form of. Uh, the reason why a particular feature is needed by a user, a prospective user. So, for instance, they they normally take a particular form. Okay, uh, you want to develop, let me say, a login button. That login button is supposed to carry out a particular function, and the person who will carry out that particular function is a particular user. So, user story could go this way: as a user. I want to be able to do XYZ so that I will achieve XYZ. For that login button, it could be as a user, I want to be able to log in with my valid email address so that I will have access to the application. Very simple. But it's super important, especially for the sake of the development team. To be able to know why that that is needed. Who is going to who 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 it's 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 going to be serving? Yeah. All right. Um. Yeah. So uh, there's this question that usually goes around: Do user stories have to always go with acceptance criteria? Philip, see you again. Uh, <laughs> you started it, so just finish it. Do user stories always have to go with acceptance criteria? If they do or not, what is acceptance criteria? And yeah, the answer to be fairly formal one. Yeah, okay. Um, I don't think it is cast in stone, but great products, great products, it's important that you have accept. Some people will call it business rules, others will call it acceptance criteria, but I like acceptance criteria um, because it is essentially used to benchmark the acceptability of whatever you have developed as a as, as, as development team. And let me, let me give this example. Right. So I've written a user story for, again, let me use that login example, email address, email address. Now I've said, oh, as a user, I want to be able to log in with my email address so that I can have access to the application. My access, it's important, given that, that, giving that user story like that to a developer or engineering team, they will just go ahead, of course, develop a, a sign up or a login function for you without recourse to the fact that it is possible for you to want a particular kind of email provider only to have access to that application. And so you state all that in the, in the acceptance criteria. Acceptance criteria could be email address should be valid. I mean, you can't just type anything. You have to be able to validate password at maybe at the email provider.com or whatever. If you also, like like Joseph just mentioned, you know, password, one of the acceptance criteria could be it should be alphanumeric. It should it should not have special characters, you know, and all of that. So it's important to have acceptance criteria. Like I said, it's not cast in stone, especially when you're working with 
very senior, very senior development team, you may expect them to, I mean, over the course of the experience, they know how those things work. So sometimes they may not need the acceptance criteria, but for documentation's sake, so that you can always make reference to that thing, have your acceptance criteria with the user story. Yeah, and you know you can just go online to find different formats for acceptance criteria. Yeah. There's a format that you mentioned, just saying what has to be there. There's a format that also sounds a little like user stories, given that you know there are different ways yeah. to yeah. construct it. Um, and just write on Google acceptance criteria. <laughs> acceptance criteria. That's simple. user stories. So, um, one more question. Um, I'll take both of your opinions on this. Um, what tools can you use to create documentations? What websites, platforms, tools um, do you think will be good for different kind of documentations that P- PMs can use? Well, I mean, so. Um, there are a couple of tools I've been using as a product manager, and big shout out to these companies. They are very well. This is this this is meant to be a paid ad, but today. <laughs> so um, so tools like all the tools you can think of so many tools. Even the most common tools um, like Zoom. Yeah. It's a, it's a it's a it's a it's a. You can literally tool. record videos on Zoom. Yeah, your interview videos with your users and. You use that to document it. So you use Jira, um, apps like um, Trello to manage um, your project and document and the progress. User stories, progress. Exactly. Yeah. So, so many of these tools. Um, There's also like stories on board. I just started using that last year for okay. story mapping. It's really good too. It helps you like have a very good visual of what you're building. So there, there are apps like Slack which you use to communicate with your other team members. Sure, no, I've never saw seen Slack like actually documents yeah. conversation history. That's true. So yeah, yeah. thanks, Alamin. Um, and there's many more. So whatever you want to document, type it on Google. Google will find you a template or something that someone has done online or a Medium post where you can find stuff. Um, yeah, and with that, I guess we'll come to an end today. Thank you guys for listening. Have a wonderful weekend, and we'll see you next Friday at PM Magic. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.